yeah. Good stuff. All of that work that we did <laughs> on pick number 12 has been shot to shit. I love it. This is awesome. Mainly because it's content. Oh, content. boy. It's great. Cool. It's great. Uh, fuck, where do we want to start with this? I didn't know if they had the sack to do it. This is, this is some balls on the table nonsense. That's what this is. Um, for, uh, <laughs> is, it, is it a fair deal? Like, let, let's start with that. Regardless of who they take, and it's going to be a quarterback, and it's going to be Justin Fields, and we can get into the reasons why later. Yeah. But number 12, next year's first round pick, and the following year's first round pick, who gives a shit about the third rounder? Like, are three first round picks, one of them being 12, and in theory, the next two being late, right. worth it to move up nine draft spots in your estimation? I don't have the Jimmy Johnson chart in front. <laughs> if, it's, if it's for Mac Jones, <laughs> which... <laughs> okay, maybe that's where we need to go. <laughs> I think we have to start there because there's some weirdness there. I, I don't think that's going to happen, but weirdness. if it's for Mac Jones, uh, no, but I don't... That's not happening. Um it's not happening. No. It's not happening. I'll tell you why it's not happening. Everybody has now gotten... Listen, Mac Jones at 12 was a very real possibility, right? Like, we had talked to people. Mac Jones... It was It was actually so much the case that Mac Jones was a reasonable early first-round pick that it was suggested to me last weekend by somebody that they might have to trade up to, like, nine or eight to get Mac Jones. Mike Tannenbaum apparently was right that the Panthers aren't going to let him slip past eight, which but we all, we all know, we all know how nonsensical stuff is, but like there's some, there's some realism to it. Like we were talking about Mac Jones when we did the quarterback episode, which was five and a half years ago. Um, We talked about Mac Jones as like early second guy, maybe a third, you know, third round guy who you should take in the second because he was a great fit. And then I was like, let me put my dick on the table and the 49ers right. should trade down to the bottom of the first round and take Mac Jones. And you're like, you're the stupidest fucker that's I was ever like, existed. Yeah, I don't know about that. And now everyone is lost their mind. It's like, it's like how we were talking about Jalen Hurd and we were like, this guy could be pretty good. And then everyone's like, it's Jalen Hurd time. And he's never played it down in the NFL. <laughs> It's like <laughs> I, I know that we're tastemakers, Ooh. but this is a bit excessive. We're not that good, right? Uh, so let, let's just go through why why not and why it has to be Fields. We're in cahoots on that, or right? it, it it could be it could be Lance too. Oh boy, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Um, let's talk about Jones first because he's the one that doesn't make any sense. Uh, you don't trade up to number three. You don't give up three for like the 49ers clearly like first round picks. Like they're not like willy nilly out here wheeling and dealing like they're 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 fucking, you know, uh Ryan Pace, the Bears front office guy. Like they 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 got one for DeForest Buckner and they're like, but the precious first round pick. Right. Um you don't trade three first round picks so that you can get a cheaper version of Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Like that's no, it. I mean the the metaphor I use is it's like trading in your old like Honda Accord, putting fifty thousand dollars down on a Kia Optima when a Tesla is the same price. Like yeah. that's insane. That's insane. He's cheaper though. Like right. I love Mac Jones. I love Mac Jones. It has hurt me that I, I've been watching nothing but Mac Jones stuff for a while. It, like for the last week, I've spent nothing. You're, but you're YouTube. deeply deeply unwell individual. 
Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the notion of taking Mac Jones at number three after giving up three first round picks is enough for me to storm Levi's Stadium in a Viking helmet. Right. Like <laughs> face painted, just like, what are you doing? And there is no one in Bay Area media, I'm telling you right now, nobody who likes Mac Jones more than me. Not right. even close. Not even close. If John Lynch somehow likes or and Kyle Shanahan like Mac Jones more than me, they're very unwell. That it's like a big problem, and we have to stage a coup. We have to storm forty nine forty nine. There's just no two ways about it. It ain't gonna happen. The Niners might be brash, but they ain't dumb. I don't think that they've proven they're stupid yet. Mac Jones at number three, when you would still have Trey Lance and most likely Justin Fields on the board, um, is, is lunacy. And if it's Zach Wilson who falls, it's lunacy. I'm not. I'm not high. I would rather have Fields than Wilson. I think I'm well established on that. But it, that that would just make absolutely zero sense. Absolutely zero sense. It's something so. where neither one of us are, are fans of this team, and yet I I'm, I'm rooting for them not to do stupid shit. Right. Like I would be deeply upset if they pick Mac Jones. Like these I would are, be. I would our, be. This angry. is our lives. Right. This is our lives. I'd be you can't really be fucking around, tossing around three first round picks on Mac Jones. Like we we have careers to worry about here. You can't fuck this up for us too. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw a tweet from Damian Woody that says, "I'm convinced the Jets are picking a QB at two now." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Quick. I. What, what would what would be? Yeah, they're, they're going to take it. I, <laughs> there, there's. A, <laughs> it's going to be Wilson, right? Yeah, like it's going to yes. be Wilson at two. Yeah, I'm good luck to him. Good luck to him. I get it, though. Like you can swing for the fences if you're the Jets right. because you're probably picking. No, early I, I, I like year. Wilson. I'm weirded out by his face and that he looks like he's eight. I can't get over that. Um, yeah. Scares me. couple things I don't really like the more I've watched him. Like that offensive line at BYU is awesome. Crazy and honestly, good. like every team should just consider getting one of those guys from BYU. They're all 28. That guy Christensen's a monster. Yes. So, like, these BYU offensive linemen were awesome. I can't count how many times on the highlight videos and stuff. You watch the highlight videos and you do the every throw videos and you kind of mix and match depending on how much time you have. And, like, I can't tell you how many of the highlight throws from Zach Wilson are Zach Wilson just standing in the back of the pocket like he's way on, too much time. on, like, rookie mode on Madden and then just slanging it 80 yards in the air, which is cool as shit. And, like, he had a really cool throw at his pro day today. That he'll never be able to replicate in the NFL once because he'll never have nobody rushing him. So the thing he has going for him is the Jets have really invested in that line and pretty consciously. But Douglas knows what he's doing there. Yeah, no, that that guy's that guy's got a plan, and I think they're like, all right, if we're bringing this kid in, we're going to stock up. Um, Boomer bust, and he has the biggest bust potential, but he probably also has the biggest boom potential. Like that is a league changing arm. Right. Right. And he's got this he's got this weird Mormon swagger to him that like, I don't know, man, it's just if everybody buys in, there's just a whole weird energy about it. He's got like a Francisco Lindor thing going on that I don't really know how to explain. And maybe I have to explain it because that's a baseball analogy. So um, I, I get why he would go at number two. Lance, you suggest that Lance could be the pick at three over yeah. Justin Fields. And I need you to explain yourself because I, I I'm not going to lie. I've tried. I don't fucking see it. Uh, I, I think you're swinging on, you know, Lance, I think, is more decisive. Um, the ball comes out quicker. He ran an offense that's a little bit similar. And if you're Kyle Shanahan, you say, like, 
for just swinging on talent, like you see where, like in theory, just, you know, trying to separate out the, the fact that they're playing on two totally different levels of competition, which you shouldn't do. But if you're just looking individually at each player and you say, what tools do they have? I think it's pretty similar. Um, and this is between Fields and Lance. Yes. Yes. I, I think the tools, the arm strength is similar. Uh, the speed is similar. I, I think Fields is way, way shiftier as a runner. And like Lance is like weirdly stiff hipped and puts his body at risk. But he can run your ass over. Right. Right. He runs like a Mack truck through you. Um, but if you're looking at the tools, I think they're similar. Uh, but in terms of like processing speed, everything with Fields we talked about was was very deliberate. It was step back scan and then it was like triangle reads right left you know right middle left um with lance it it seemed to come out quicker now the thing to me is like lance didn't throw the ball more than 20 times a game pretty much ever uh and one of the times he did it was his worst game he ever played um you know how much stock you put in the fact that that game was on like short notice and I don't know. Uh, it's it's like you just show, don't you just yeah. don't play Central Arkansas and expect to get away with it. Right. That's my stance. Right. <laughs> it's like it's your show off day, and you know he didn't look great. Um, I, I'm just I'm not saying that Lance is going to be the pick. I'm not saying that Field is going to be the pick. I'm saying that those are the two options. Um, okay. And I can see a world where the 49ers would say. Hey, we like Lance better because we we have seen his skill set, his quickness in processing and delivering the ball on time, and we're not planning to start him in year one anyway. Um, so we we'd rather take the guy that doesn't look like he's overthinking it. I get that at the same, and, and that would align with the current public stance that Jimmy is still our guy for now until somebody makes him not our guy anymore or until we cut his ass. Like there's no reason to not have Jimmy in place next year um, because this guy's not going to cost you anything, but they still have about $19 million of cap room. He's going to cost like six or seven. It's top 51 stuff. Like it's not an issue of money. So you keep Jimmy around either as the backup uh, or, or as the starter and then move him into the backup, or maybe you just keep him as a starter throughout the year. I just don't, I, this is this is a personal thing. I have a very hard time imagining how the San Francisco 49ers front office could be like, oh yeah, Trey Lance can definitely be our quarterback next year and win us the Super Bowl in the year two of his NFL existence, year one of starting. I, I just I, I just don't see it with them. And I have a hard time understanding what people see in him, to be totally honest. I'm just out on him. And that's, you know, I guess a personal thing. Whereas with Fields, I'm bullish on him. I get it. Uh, right. I, I'm with you that he's kind of a stiff, but you know who else was a stiff? Jimmy Garoppolo. And they went to the damn Super Bowl. And this guy can right. run a little bit. He brings in an RPO game now to Kyle Shanahan's wide zone offense that you can't really do with Jimmy because he's not actually a threat to, to move. This is a guy who has zip that can hit the sidelines. He can hit the deep throws with ease. He throws an obscenely accurate ball. His issue is he locks onto dudes. Um, and But he's tough as nails. Like I, I just, this is a guy that I think could play better than Garoppolo in year one, and then with the progression, put you in a position to compete for Super Bowls. Because the Niners have made it very clear that they are going to make anyone who's a free agent on their team the highest paid player at their position in the NFL. Like that's their shit. So they had to make a lifestyle choice. Do they want to pay their quarterback 
or do they want to go cheap at quarterback? And right. honestly, it was the right choice because Garoppolo was providing you replacement level quarterback play most games when he actually played. So um, what 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 do you like about Fields? What what makes you confident, if anything, that Fields could step in? And I'm talking week one because you know Chicago, New England, other teams are going to be like trying to get Jimmy for a second round pick that could turn into right. maybe a late first round pick and then the Niners recoup one of those picks. Right. Um, I think with Fields is it's like – you know, he was playing in one of the toughest conferences in football. Like he's never he's, lost a Big Ten game. Right. That's not something to scoff at. Um, you see the stuff that went wrong. Like a lot of it was kind of after like Delta thumb injury um, took a lot of hits. Like his offensive line was not what it was cracked up to be. He actually got hit quite a bit. Um, and it's like it's kind of natural for young quarterbacks to overthink and stress and you know not feel comfortable when they when they can't trust their offensive line so I think when you're looking at the negatives and maybe overthinking things uh that's where a lot of that I think comes from um but when you're looking at the positives it's like you look at that that game before the national championship where he's just throwing ropes unbelievable Absolute, like one of the best college football games I've I've seen from a quarterback really ever just delivering everything on a dime, like reading the field really well. And I know like it's who is, who is reads, the best but, quarterback in that game? Who was the best quarterback in that game? It was fields. And he's going up against Trevor Lawrence, who no one right. questions and nor should they is bona fide. Number one, like if fun. Trevor Lawrence <laughs> fell the three for some reason, the 49ers would burn their own stadium. down. What is incredible is if it ended there and they lost that game. Hmm. Like there's mm. no like Fields is is three guaranteed at, at worst. Yes. Um but because he wins and he goes to another game. Gets to play and Alabama. And he yeah, and he didn't it wasn't even his fault in that game. It was just he was Alabama. fine. Right. He was legitimately right. fine in that game. Right. But because of that, you know, there's a little bit of a sour taste. Because Alabama dis- or because uh because the greatest Ohio team State decided like, to play cover three. Ever, like, God, we're just going to keep playing cover three. Uh, but Mac Jones is the better quarter. Actually, that's not true. I don't think Mac Jones was the better quarterback in the national championship game. I don't. Well, I, I mean, and I love Mac Jones. It's hard to it's hard to even compare because Alabama was just so dominant that like Ohio State didn't even really like to have a fair competition like, and compare yeah. two quarterbacks. You need to have sort of a similar, you know, base. And they did not. Um, well, wasn't. Uh, wasn't Ohio State down like half of their offensive line and uh, a bunch of dudes on the defensive line? Like they just. Oh, yeah. They were out with their best so defensive lineman, Togi. Um, yeah. Sean Wade is terrible. I hope no one picks him. He is really bad. Like really, really bad. <laughs> um, so I, I just I got to go back to Mac Jones because there's a weird amount of talking about this. Mayoko is on our air, KMBR right now, saying it. He could be one of the top three quarterbacks the 49ers have on their board. Uh, it could be an option. And I just – and it's like we we can't rule it out because that's out there. And I know how stupid it is. But like we talked about it, Mac Jones is so, so very Kirk Cousinsy, And that's what we talked about. Like yeah. why we were into him is because – or at least from the 49ers perspective is – he does a lot of similar things. He's not crazy athletic, but he has enough athleticism to 
you know, move around and, and make throws. His arm talent isn't dominant, but the ball gets there. Yeah. But it's like if you're if you're the 49ers and you trade up to number three and you take Mac Jones, you're saying you haven't learned anything. You're saying you have not learned a thing since 2017. And that should that should be the end of this regime. Like it really should. Um yes. because it's something where after all these years, after seeing you know Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, uh, Justin Herbert, uh, Aaron Rodgers, like Russell, Wilson, like all these guys who are dominant, everyone excluding Tom Brady, who doesn't count because he's Tom Brady, and you can't really replicate that. Like you have to have learned something, which is that hey, you should probably want a guy who can do a little bit outside of the scheme, uh, who has some projectable athleticism, some qualities where you say. Hey, if maybe I don't make the pl- the right play call, he can do something with it, or it won't turn out to be an interception. Um, <laughs> or even if it does, but Kyle always makes right. the right play call. That's the problem, right? Or even if, or even if it is like, even if it's the wrong look, like yeah. you know, it's a damn good interception. <laughs> you know? Yeah, a, oh, he threw it right know? on the number. Arm punt, arm um, punt down to the two. Um, it's yeah. It, I, here's why I think everyone is like, well, you got to consider Mac Jones because the 49ers were absolutely considering Mac Jones at 12, and they were, I, I would presume, you know, entertaining the possibility that they would have to move up a little bit maybe to get him, and uh, as a backup in year one, and then possibly the starter down the line. That's a bit aggressive on the number, but the Niners are in a position to to make that happen. So it's very difficult when you've seen a certain kind of quarterback under Kyle Shanahan for the last seven years, eight years, like a one specific kind of quarterback, nine even, if we go back, Cousins and then Matt Ryan and then whatever they were running out, you know, Hoyer, followed by Garoppolo. Like that's one kind of quarterback. But we heard throughout last year Kyle come to Jesus with – a lot of, I mean, we can find quotes that go the opposite way, right? But right. like, there were a lot of quotes where Kyle's like, "You just make do with what you got. Like, you have to, you have to find guys who can win you games, and uh, doesn't matter how. Like, he 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 didn't like it, but Robert Griffin the third was a Kyle Shanahan quarterback. Like, he has made guys that don't necessarily fit the Cousins prototype work, but when you are locked in a little bit when we're talking to the guys and, and it's what are the Niners thinking of 12? Well, they might not have much of a choice but Mac Jones if they want to get a quarterback. And then they move up. Well, they still like Mac Jones. The question is value. And the and compared to what else they could get at number three. And I'm just going to be blunt. We've talked about like Davis Mills, the Stanford quarterback, right? Is that his name? Davis yep. Mills, something like that? Yep. Mac Jones is closer to Davis Mills than Mac Jones is to Justin Fields. Absolutely. And Davis Mills, you can get in the third round, second round maybe. Hell, by the end of this, it might be mid first round, given the the scarcity of quarterbacks and Mac Jones possibly oh, being man. a uh, uh, you know a, a hot commodity on this thing. I love Jones. I think he's super accurate. I think that he has the kind of energy and brain that you're really going to look for. The dude's cousins. The dude is cousins. But nobody right now is signing up for Kirk Cousins when you could have Dak Prescott or Deshaun Watson. Maybe not Deshaun Watson for reasons that we're not going to get into, but like a guy like that, a Justin, a Josh Allen, like those are the guys who are Mahomes leading the league, guys with insane next generational arm talent, guys who can extend plays with their feet, guys who uh, can you know run, run an RPO, 
just all of these things. Whereas you see like a, a Tua, who I guess the Miami doubled down on today, though maybe not because they did trade up to six later on. But like with the Tua, he, he can run the RPO, but he's not going to hurt you with his feet. He doesn't have that wiggle. He doesn't have that excitement. And the Dolphins took him early. And then a year later, like, eh, maybe not. Maybe we go with somebody else. And they ultimately opted not to because they'll have many more cracks at it down the line. They'll take they Kyle can, Pitts at six and it'll be great. It'll be awesome. But like, Kyle, Kyle has to have a come to Jesus. First off, Jimmy is not a bad quarterback. He is a starter caliber quarterback in the NFL. This is a guy who went 13 and three in his only full season with the Niners. He is. When he plays, just fine. He, when he plays, he is just fine. And you can absolutely contend for a Super Bowl and shit, maybe even make the Super Bowl next year with Jimmy Garoppolo as your starting quarterback when you have a roster as loaded as the 49ers think that they have. But you ain't winning it. You ain't winning it. And unless you have Tom Brady, the way that you win a Super Bowl is one, you either, you know, and they had they had to come to Jesus on this one. Like you have a quarterback who makes not that much money, which allows you to have an incredible 52 man roster around him, which is, I guess, the Brady model. Or you have a dude like Mahomes who goes out there and makes shit happen and elevates the play of everybody else. Garoppolo is never going to do that. Mac Jones is never going to do that. That, that that's where it is. He, he Mac Jones is never going to elevate the play of everybody else. And yes, he's cheap, but it, it just doesn't make sense. And I don't see it with Trey Lance, but that's how it goes. Um, it's I I, I got to stop checking Twitter be and, and all this. Everybody's stuff. just fucking guessing, and we're guessing too. It's so I I have to we we should really talk about Jimmy obviously because uh. Right, they came out and they're like, "He's our guy. We're sticking with him for this year." And part of me wants to believe that. Part of me is like, you know, it's it's a smokescreen. Yeah. I see. I could very much see it going either way because keeping Jimmy, you keep. It's weird that he's become the insurance policy, but you keep your insurance policy where you have a quarterback who you know as a commodity, and he's as we said, just fine. You keep him, you've got that. The only reason you would get rid of him, really, is if you're going after another free agent, right? Well, um, or one step beyond that. I mean, or if someone's going to offer you a first-round pick for him, in right, which case. Right. Or, hey, like, here's something. Two teams that I think could really go after Jimmy have quarterbacks on the roster. I don't know if they're allowed to trade him or not, <laughs> but they have quarterbacks on the roster. And Andy Dalton would be a good backup. Uh, the Bears just signed him. If they want Jimmy, they can trade Andy Dalton in a first-round pick over to the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners can afford to take on that, right. that cap hit. Cam Newton, hey, come on over. You, you get to do the same thing you did in New England, uh, but it's going to be a little bit more fun. And by the way, that would be an easy transition, in theory, from Cam to Fields. Uh, if you don't want to do it week one, you know, Cam's learning, Fields is learning, but they, they're, they're, you know, Cam's obviously a much larger player, but they, they have a similar uh, way of going about things. So it's not just that. But you're you're right. You're right. Like Jimmy as an insurance policy makes some sense. You don't want to start right. the guy immediately. You don't have to. But right. you also don't want to be in a situation where you have to start Jimmy all next year because there's nothing good that's going to come from that. Right. To me, it's like you, you trade Jimmy if you get an absurd offer um, or if you say, hey, we have a good enough offer. And we want like Melvin Ingram, um, you know, and you say, hey, we're going to pay Melvin Ingram like 15 million for one year. 
Um, you have 27 million carved out, right? Like and if you you're don't the, need, right. you can fill that up. If you're the 49ers and you say, and then like, hey, like, let's just bring back Richard Sherman or sign like AJ Bouye. Like, um, I don't think it's going to be Sherman. No, it's <laughs> not going to be Sherman. But I'm just saying like, yeah, no, you're right. That would make sense. And, and it wouldn't totally surprise me if they did that. The reason, you know, we talked about it, that he could stay is like, you know, you don't know what you're getting a rookie, you know, like. Yeah. It's still going to be a fairly shortened off season. Um, they're, they're not going to have everything set up properly. You're not going to get full preseason. You're not going to get all those games. Like if you're the 49ers, right. It's going to end up being two again, probably. Um, and like, do you really want to say, hey, you know, like three months, Justin Fields is ready day one. If you're the 49ers, I don't know if you want to do that. You would have I to bring he- in a backup option. And so, yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind the Garoppolo, Ryan Fitzpatrick transition thing that they have going on. Like I wouldn't mind that. At the same time, you know they're clearly not prolonging the inevitable here. So what would it cost to get rid of Jimmy right now? Um, what is New England, who is obviously the most hot and bothered? If it's New England, it's got to be a second. It's got to be the same pick. It's it's. It it has to be that, and that would make that that would make you feel comfortable doing it now, because then you also have to get a quarterback, a second, and, and you pick up Gardner, Gardner Minshew for okay. for your third, like a fifth, or fourth. Gardner Minshew's worth a third these days. A compensatory third? I don't know. Listen, I'm just I'm like estimating in the no, you're right. in the higher range. Um, like what it would have to be done at the same time, so you don't get gouged. You could probably get him for for an early fourth. I don't know. Fine, um, but fine, do it, make it happen. <laughs> I would, I would like that. I would like trade Jimmy away for a second round pick, bring in Gardner Minshew for a fourth. It's a great. It'd be nice to get like yeah. two picks for Jimmy, like a second and like a third. But I don't know. think that's well. Who knows? I, I don't know. Someone man. might the, offer a one man. Someone might get desperate. Quarterback markets. I mean, the Patriots might. The people the are Patriots talking might. about Mac Jones at three. <laughs> Come on, someone's going to offer a first for Garoppolo. The Patriots might. I mean, think about it. The, let's say the Patriots <laughs> get desperate. They're like, all right, we can't even get to Mac Jones. No, nope. um, they can't. Very difficult. They won too many games. So what if we give the 49ers 15 for Jimmy and the 49ers give us back three? Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, they've, uh, they've signed every other position and they cannot hit on anything in the draft I think I think it would be more to the effect of the Patriots do what the Patriots always do which is trade down like three times and then on the second trade down they're like by the way here's pick 33 in the draft right. technically a second rounder and like do you want do you want that for Jimmy Garoppolo and John Lynch is like oh my god fuck yes give it to me right now <laughs> right right <laughs> like you don't make this trade and then be like, Jimmy, like, first off, here's what is really happening and what they can't say. We've made this trade. Fuck off, Jimmy. Uh, what they're doing is they're like, you know, Jimmy can be our Alex Smith, even though the reason that they're getting rid of Jimmy is because he has like none of the qualities that Alex Smith has other than like maybe like a weird leadership. Like he doesn't understand the offense at a right. level that would be offensive coordinator level and all this shit. Um so that that's the other thing too. Like they're moving off of Jimmy because they don't trust him in the offense. So why would you trust him to mentor like Trey Lance, who needs mentorship to learn the offense? Right, right. He's uh, yeah. That that's something where I don't really think it's a mentorship thing. 
Um, it's just like you have to exist here so that I can coach this guy on the side. Right. And so then it's a question of like, do you want your quarterback? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think they trade him now because I'm thinking like, yeah. do you want your quarterback to room to be a rookie, Josh Rosen, uh, yeah. and then Jimmy? You need a veteran guy in there. You missed out on like Joe Flacco. Totally. Who else is I even mean, around? I, I told you Brian Hoyer was going to be the backup on Twitter. I told you he's going to be the backup and you know he's going to end up being the backup. Like Brian Hoyer is going to be there. I don't know if he'll be invited, but Brian Hoyer is going to be there. Yeah, have, the, have him as a practice squad quarterback. It's great. Whatever. It just doesn't matter. Like, and here's the other thing too. You have to take into account. Like the Seahawks have a weird juju going, but they still have Russell Wilson. Exactly. Like Arizona still has Cliff Kingsbury as their head coach, but they're like trying. Um, we'll see if Kyler Murray can get through an entire season without you know like having ribs crack. And then the Rams have mortgaged the house now for the fourth time. And they're just <laughs> completely all in. Right. And this one's going to hit, honey. I promise. Like they, they're just like a, a dad with a bad I love the Rams, man. It's, it's like awesome. They remain competitive despite like throwing everything away and then deciding, hey, we want it all back. And, and like all great. you need to know about the Rams. I've told you this many times before. Les Snead bought a house in Malibu when he when they work in Thousand Oaks. And the only way to get from Malibu to Thousand Oaks is to go over the fucking mountain I made mountain that drive. Every day. It, is it is scary. Horrible. Driving <laughs> in LA that. is, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's worse than trading up for Mac Jones. He does, he does that drive every day, often at night. And it's like, this man has no care about the future. Like nobody in their right mind is like, I'm going to do that. Because like, you could die every day. I've done that drive enough. You've done that drive. It's just like right. mother of God, never again. You're willing to take the 405 from that point on. And he's just like, nope, this is where I live. This is how I live. I'm balls to the wall at all times. And yeah, he's mortgaged the house again because this is a really good stock tip and this one's going to hit, honey. And uh, what do you You can start a rookie. You can start a rookie right. in this division, especially Fields, who, again, I just see the offense he ran at Ohio State. I see the 49ers offense and it's just like, well, this should be a pretty easy transition for him. Like he, he'll just have to learn how to do, you know, some drop back stuff. But even then they put Jimmy in the shotgun so often in the final few years. Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Whereas Trey Lance is like, congratulations. You now get to go up against real full grown men. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, yeah, the talk about Mac Jones is freaking me out, man. It's just, it would be so. It's not, it's not talk. Let me, let me, let me, let me assuage your, uh, your fears here. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody saw this trade coming. So what we have to do is we all have to take the opinions and formulations and conversations that happened before this happened and apply them to an entirely new and radically different scenario. And so 49ers at 12, we can have all the Mac Jones conversations we want in the world. But then it's like 49ers are drafting at three. We have no new information other than they moved up. You think so? It's trying like, to uh, get- I don't know, Mac Jones. You think they're trying to get the Jets to draft Mac Jones? <laughs> That would be awesome. He's a perfect. He's a perfect fit. The floor. He's a perfect fit, man. That Mac, would be Mac, really funny. I again. I, I need to reiterate this because it's very true. I love Mac Jones. Mac Jones should not be a top fifteen pick. Right. If he goes at num- If he goes at number three, you just wasted two first round picks. Full stop. What would it have cost to get to six? We. I, I don't know. I didn't actually see the the. I. I didn't even hear about the final like Eagles. Uh, Right, I, to trade. get to to get to six, I think it's two first rounders. 
you know, and so they just and, tossed it an extra second rounder just to make sure they got Mac Jones. Yeah, it's uh, but we'll get one for Jimmy. Yeah, I, man. I, um, John Lynch still deserves the benefit of the doubt in that regard. And Kyle yeah. still deserves the benefit of the doubt that like one, he's worked with fields before Two, He understands that the running quarterback or at least a quarterback who can extend plays with his feet are vitally important. Go back to the Buffalo game. I think that was like a transformative game for them. I'll take that back when they draft Jones. But like that was the first (laughs) time they had a team. Kyle was despondent. That was the worst. That was the the saddest I've ever seen them because they went into that game and they were like, we got a little bit of juice. You know, we got some guys back. We're going to win this thing. And Josh Allen just shit on their souls. And they said, oh, it's because he's a really good quarterback and like, it turns out we don't have a really That's good quarterback right now. And our game plan was great. We did everything well, and they were just better. And that has not really happened to them. Even when the Chiefs beat them, the Chiefs didn't like the Chiefs were a better. Little... The Chiefs were better at the end, but like they kind of choked it, you know? Oh, no, they, they choked it. But like there was also a come to Jesus of just like, oh, boy, like our right. quarterback isn't all the way there. And guess what? Now everybody gets expensive. And so we went into last season being like, well, you know, maybe this roster is still good enough. And turns out it was not. Right. And also Jimmy is not healthy. Like they, they there's no is- way that the Tyreek Hill throw and the overthrow of Emmanuel Sanders that uh, just we, that we forgot all like. about it. Like that just doesn't resonate in our minds at all. Uh, we Kyle just made wakes it all up the way screaming the- every night just thinking about yeah. those two plays. Um, so it, it, it's one of these things where. You have to take into account, like, you don't make this kind of move. You don't go, they are all in. They are all in. You don't make this kind of move for a guy who doesn't have upside. Mac Jones has no upside. Uh, I love his floor. His floor is extremely high. I think he could be about the same quarterback as Garoppolo year one. How much better is he going to be than Garoppolo down the line? Marginally better? How much better is Kirk Cousins than Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, that's your answer. The entire point that the 49ers have been, you know, what, what they've needed to avoid this entire offseason is making sure, you know, is having a quarterback that's below the Kirk Cousins line. And maybe Jimmy is above the Kirk Cousins line. Mac Jones will be the Kirk Cousins line when Kirk Cousins leaves. And he'll right. be great for the, he'll be a great backup for the Vikings for a year before he comes in. Like, I don't know where Gary Kubiak is, but he'll find him. But like, it's just not you don't go three first round picks so that you can get a guy who is a marginal upgrade at best and will never be a significant upgrade. Whereas I think Fields today, right now, and more so than Wilson, I think Fields today, right now, can play just as well as Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know that he has significant upside beyond that. As does Wilson, as does Lance, like those guys do. Jones has no upside, but can probably play as well. So he is a present, all-in right now play, which means you don't need to give. Why are you mortgaging the future for a guy who's only going to help you this year and the next couple? Like basically, what you're doing is you're paying three first-round picks for a quarterback that's twenty million dollars cheaper. That's probably not worth it. I just again, not looking at the Jimmy Johnson chart. I don't see it. It'd be really yeah. And then you're looking at Wilson, who I think needs. I, I, I Wilson is the biggest boomer bust guy. Like, I'm skeptical of Wilson, straight up. Um, That said, he could be totally transformative. The Niners don't need a totally transformative quarterback. They just need someone to be good, who can stay good and get better. And what they don't have in, in, they don't have that in Jimmy Garoppolo. 
They have a guy who is hit injured half the time, literally 48% of the games he's missed since he signed the big contract, who has not shown any progression whatsoever in the games that he has played and is not good enough for them to win. So, you know, great. You can lock in that kind of play with Jones, or you can lock in play that might be a little bit worse, maybe a little bit. Maybe he needs a couple of weeks as the season starts in fields. And maybe he doesn't have the same upside as Wilson, but he also doesn't have the bust potential. Like this Gil Brandt tweet that you sent me, fourth round. Who right. the fuck are you talking to, Gil right, Brandt? That's uh, <laughs> seriously, who's saying? Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> I don't think Trey Lance is any good. I still think that he's a first round caliber talent. Right. Fourth round. What the fuck are you? Did you watch college football? Like, what Incredible. are you watching? Are you confusing him for the backup that came in when he threw seven touchdown passes in the first half? For, for like, context, folks, this is a tweet uh, that that says, Justin Fields is all over the place in terms of where teams have, have him placed on their boards. Highest I've heard is top five, lowest round four. That's not true. Um, no one has him ranked in round four unless they no, just, no, no. there's, there's, there's some guy who does. Yeah, right. But it's <laughs> there's like a reason that he's, it's Larry Kruger and there's a reason that <laughs> he's a reformer scout. No, we love Larry. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just pointing out it's a Larry Kruger type who doesn't have a, a good steady pay and job and just Gil Brandt hasn't uh, updated his Rolodex in a while. So when he gets out his rotary phone, he's like, well, what do you think it feels? Oh, round four. You're just being a cheeky fuck. That's all you're doing. That's all you're doing. No one yeah. thinks he's a round four player. It it would be really, I mean, would be really interesting though. Like, not I'm not talking about Matt Jones at this point. Let's just proceed and say it's Fields. It's Fields, um, which it should be. If it um, isn't Fields again, Viking helmet forty nine forty nine. What are you like? What are you? What are you doing? But like, let's say it's Fields, and they say, you know what? We're trading Jimmy. The Patriots are offering us a second. Uh, and uh, fourth or something, you know, and we're going to take that and we're going to take the $25 million that he saves. And we're like, and then, and then you look at the market, who else is out there? You can go for Melvin Ingram and go for Jadavian Clowney. You can add an AJ Bouye, like Malcolm Butler. Didn't he just sign Malcolm Butler? I don't know. I I I stopped paying attention. Um, Like the second wave, you know, it's, it's interesting. it's got to be fields like some like what is the not overthinking it argument against fields uh i don't know or or, or let me throw it to you this way the way that i've structured it is that lawrence is one wilson is two fields is three and I feel like there's a nice little separation between the two of them or all three of them, right? Like Lawrence is significantly better than Wilson because Lawrence has a higher floor and Wilson has a higher ceiling than Fields, but a lower floor. But that ceiling is what you're really betting on, especially if you're the Jets and you need like a totally transformative player, right? You need everything to kind of, you need a Pied Piper type quarterback, which Fields just, he could be, but he isn't, that just doesn't seem like his, he's kind of a quiet leader. Whereas Wilson seems like uh I don't know. It seems like Zach Wilson always has like 14 Nerf guns on him at any time. That's kind it's of like the vibe I get. He's had a monster on. energy before every game. Yeah. And he's just like not even not even monster energy. He had, he had one of those little sugar dipstick things. Totally he, just pouring the pixie sticks in. <laughs> yeah, he takes instead of a instead of smelling salts, they give him a little bit of sugar. Uh, <laughs> cuz he's 8 of, years old and he gets a little yeah. sugar rush. I can't but not like, make fun of him. 
there's a little Steph Curry in, in Zach Wilson. Like there's like I know that we can't blaspheme. No, 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 but area, no, but, but like, it's, there's some, it's there. It's there. There's some Steph Curry there, which again, boom or bust, man. Like Steph Curry either is the greatest shooter of all time or a guy who is playing in Lithuania right now. Like there's just no right. two ways between it. Um, he either completely changes the game so that everybody has to play like Steph Curry, or he is chewed up and spit out by it. Like the Jets can take that risk. Like the Jets can ride that wave. The 49ers can't ride that wave. Like they're too good. They've paid too many dudes. Like the Jets, if the Jets stink for another three years, like what's what's the difference? Right. Whereas the Niners, it's like you need to hit. You need to hit. And so maybe that's where people are coming it with with the Mac Jones. Like you need to hit and he's the safest bet. But you also don't need to trade three first round fucking picks to get Mac Jones. And nobody in their right mind is doing that, including the guy who has, you know, him listed in the fourth round and told Gil Brandt about it. Like exactly. nobody is if 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 Justin Fields is a fourth round quarterback, then guess what? Mac Jones is going on day three, too. Like, yeah, it's just a full stop. So it's, uh, I'm so now I, I'm, I'm kind of looking at this and I'm just saying, like, you know, if they trade Jimmy, what can they do? There's not a lot of free agents left. They still need a wide receiver. Uh, I think Danny Amendola would actually be. Kind oh, of a, that'd be a good. Sl- yeah, they need a third down lord. Right. That would that would be Amendola a, be a play good right play. There. I, I thought yeah. Willie Sneed actually would have been a good option. Agreed. Um, he's gone now, uh, and the corpse of Sammy Watkins is is still available on the market. Sammy Watkins believes in like some weird stuff. Does man. he? I don't. Yeah, there's some like lizard people stuff, and wish I was making Are this you up. You saying you don't? Yeah, no, I, I don't. I'm, I'm pretty clear on that now. Uh, All right, we if, can if end the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just but, saying, I, I, if we're back in locker rooms next year, like I don't really want to have to reckon with the Sammy Watkins as a, a insane person shit if I, if I don't do. have to. I kind of yeah, miss that. That's because you're a massy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you love you, you loved hanging out with Quan. That was Quan is not a crazy Quan person. Quan Quan actually has guy, very sh- normal. Like he's not like an insane person, but like he's kind of an he's like a crazy person. Right. There's a difference. Right. He is he's one of the most positive people I've ever met in my life. Like totally batshit. And he was, <laughs> was he would say, you know, you'd ask him how he was, and he would say, legendary. But like not not as a bit like he meant it, like in every fiber of his being. Yeah. He meant it. Um and he's made tens of millions of dollars because of it, so jokes on us. He might be back, by the way, because he's cut and just bring might as well. He's just so well loved and he's not playing this year. So I, I think they'll probably bring him back just like as a mascot. Like I know calling him a mascot is fucked up, but like he's not gonna play this year, so you know. Did he take did he t- what did he what did Tours he tear? Achilles in the oh, playoffs? He'll never, he'll never play again. I don't want to like, say that, but yeah, like he, he, he did he, he a lot did, of damage to his body in a very short period of time, and he needs... Well, he played like a fucking missile, man. Like, we knew that was coming after the first game. We're like, this guy's changing the entire played, thing for the next five weeks. with a torn pectoral that he was exactly. clearly not healed from. Somehow um, the torn pectoral made him slower, which doesn't make much. And you would think that, you know, the legs... I ha- yeah, I have to imagine it was like conditioning stuff that it yeah. was just... If he doesn't get his bench presses in, he loses all of his strength. It's all <laughs> right. connected to the pec, the kinetic right. chain. I, I I liked Quan too, but like Quan was a different cat. Like we can all agree that like Quan like is not somebody who like can just you can't just shoot the shit with Quan. <laughs> like there's a whole other thing going on there. He's got a persona, if you will. Right. Whereas he, like he's got so, a different different energy going on. 
and, and the Niners needed it, and the Niners loved it, and yeah, maybe he does come back as as a mascot. Yeah, and it feels bad to say that. I, I yeah, I, I, I tried it out, and then I tried it, feels it out, and then I'm like, terrible. Oh, should, it's not, should it? No, as he ain't gonna be like a coach, though. right? He's not gonna be a coach. He's literally just you would just bring him in as an energy guy. It's like bring it, yeah. it's like basically he's like, the guy who carries the boombox, right? Basically, just bringing in a guy worth? like that. Bring it's like your friend. Everyone's friends with this one guy, and you say, "Hey, we're gonna pay you to just." For for the vibes, he's not he's now Quinn Cook. You're paying him for the vibe, right? Except more well liked than Quinn Cook, because Quinn Cook had had sort of like a Napoleon complex going on. It's a, a, more than a little, uh, no pun intended. Uh, yeah, no, they they could do a lot of stuff. I, do you? Let me let me just put it to you blunt. Like we didn't see this trade coming. Nobody saw this trade coming, including the people who I didn't see it coming right now. I thought it'd be closer to the draft, if anything. But I, I didn't, didn't I didn't think they were going to trade up till three. I didn't see them. I didn't see them putting their dick on the table. They no. had just not. They had just not done it. They just had not done it. And I, you can and understand the fact where they th- have all nine draft picks. They they literally don't lose any draft pick this year. It's crazy. Like that's insane. Like they keep every single draft pick this season. They just move up nine spots. I feel. I feel like now might have been a good time to get rid of the draft picks. Like move those draft picks. <laughs> Go full Ricky Williams. Move all of those. Like I you think, don't need any more I draft think it's picks. It's clear what the plan is. The plan is reset the cap this year with as much cheap young talent as you can get your hands on, and yeah. then just go the Rams route of saying. Or the Texans, I guess. Drive, say, we drive it over drive. the goddamn mountain every day. Right, right. Because what's going to happen is, I, I, you know, it seems like Jimmy might end up getting traded uh, this year. But like, I, I'm starting. Even to if lean he doesn't, he gets cut the, at the end of the year. Uh, he probably. I think they'll they can trade him for something, but we'll we'll see. Um, but and by the way, that's another reason to say that he goes now, right? right? Because everyone knows that they can cut him. And if push comes to shove, then the price keeps dipping down and down. The second he's no longer a starter, the price keeps going down and down and down. And so now you're getting a fourth or a fifth for him because it's like, well, you can just cut him and we'll pick him up for whatever we want. Whereas if you trade him now, there's you know some bidding because the Niners be like, maybe we just don't. Maybe, right. Yeah. And either way, he's gone uh, after this year because what, what happens stop. is you end up you either extend Fred Warner right now and you pay him more next year, uh, or you franchise tag him. Um, that we we were supposed to talk about linebackers today, and, <laughs> and basically how it's the one position they have zero need at currently. Um, right. But in the long term, you know, like Fred Warner's going to come do. Uh, By the way, like Nick Bosa is not that far away from coming due. They have to make an right. adult decision on Mike McGlinchey here. Like there's right Dre Greenlaw. Like you can't probably afford to pay both. To Dre Greenlaw and Fred Dre Warner. Dre Greenlaw is a $10 million linebacker. Fred Warner is a $20 million linebacker. Like that's, you can't be paying your fucking linebackers in the year 2023, $30 million a year. Just full stop. It's right. working out great for Seattle though. Right. And so we were going to throw out names about how uh, linebackers who could, you know, theoretically project be sneaky picks. You know, I, I like the guy out of TCU, Garrett Wallow, but we're not talking yeah. about linebackers. Um, because the 49ers Uh, did this and I mean, two things that we can say moving forward, we're going to, we're going to spend a little bit of time every episode talking about, talking about the quarterback. And then it's now all about kind of where we make our bread and butter anyway, which is depth picks like guys in the, on day three, second, third round picks, like the good shit. Cause first round picks are lame. 
unless you can get Justin Fields. And if they don't get Justin Fields, I'm just going to be angry. I'm going to be re- I'm going to be sad, man. Like I don't want to I don't want to cover Mac Jones. Actually, I like, kind of do because I would only refer to him as McCorkle. To, yeah, to be fair, seeing him shirtless in the locker room with just like a full on dad, I'd feel great. I'd feel great, and is like uh, the number three overall pick in the NFL draft. There's something that's so cosmically funny about that <laughs> that I would really get a kick out of. Um, but like, it's from not a, happening. It's it would be such a like an astoundingly egregiously poor management of assets. Um, like the 49ers could just trade for Kirk Cousins. <laughs> like, right. I guess you want a cheaper Kirk Cousins, but it's like, why not wait until, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing with me. If it's Jones, like, you don't need to make this move now. Like, you don't need to make this move now. Like, no one's taking him at three. Like, no, you can you can figure it out. You can find out exactly where he's going to go, right? Like you can be like, okay, well, we feel pretty comfortable he's going to go at like, be, you know, at eight. Yeah, so we got to get to seven. And they just do it, right? So just like wait until the draft. You know, I guess someone else probably beats you to the punch. The Eagles trade up. Um, but man, like I re- like as much as people are saying, like, ooh, I don't. I I would be really, really, really stunned. If they did that, like, I know we talked about the fit, like it would make sense. And like, in my mind, I'd be like, okay, I get why Kyle Shanahan sees that, but I would still be blown away by the stupidity of it because it's just like, yeah, I've been watching, I've only been watching game film from 2008 and uh, Mac Jones is the next big guy. Like, no, no, it's Justin Fields. I'm the I'm the guy pushing that Mac Jones is awesome, and I'm telling you that it would be malpractice to take Mac Jones. Again, I, I'm not a fan of this team, but man, I would be I would be angry. Like that's it's just it's there's no logical reason to do that. There's no value in it. Um, it it's Fields, and it's Fields, and we're gonna watch a bunch of film, and you're just gonna have this in the back of your head where I just say it's Fields, and then you're gonna see it now. You're gonna see it from the Kyle Shanahan perspective of here is the Ohio State offense, which you've watched plenty, and here is what Fields can do, and it's just gonna look right to you. I'm telling you, it's gonna look right. right. Whereas when you watch when you watch Jones, you go, yeah, it'll look right, but it provides you nothing, nothing on the upside. I guess my one last question is, let's say some of this smoke is like legitimate. What's the point? Because the Jets are going to take Wilson, uh, you're not by doing this. You're not raising the value of Fields to trick them into that. There's no value in like putting stuff out there about Mac Jones. So, no. Again, they're not putting it out there. Like I, I, I just this is a guess. I'll be honest. This is a guess, but they're not putting it out here because everybody's like Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones in the immediate aftermath of this thing, and it's like you motherfuckers didn't see this coming. So, (laughs) again, it's like nobody saw this coming and then everyone has to then, you know, say, you know, who it's going to be. I'm just saying who it should be. I'm not saying who it's going to be. I'm just saying who it should be. But everyone has to then say, well, they were considering Mac Jones. They were considering Mac Jones. That's a total fact. I can confirm that without question. I mean, they were they were telling everybody we're looking into Mac Jones at 12. And then they decided we are not drafting at 12. They made a clear 
distinct decision. We can't stay here. And if they think that they had to move up to three to get Mac Jones, well, then the rest Fire of the everyone. NFL, the rest of the NFL is complicit in the stupidest goddamn conspiracy of all time. We, That's it. If they, if it is Mac Jones, I cannot give I'll this like organization it. any respect. Done. It's game over. I, I don't. Over. I don't care how well he turns out. It's a stupid pick. <laughs> he could be the next fucking Tom Brady. It'd be like. I'd be pick. like. I'd be like the value wasn't there. Nope. Don't <laughs> he, see it. He's literally. He literally is the greatest quarterback of all time. The value mm-hmm. wasn't there. But what about the value? Uh, yeah, it's. Let, let me just firm, uh, firmly establish that the last time the Niners had the number three overall pick, they took Solomon Thomas. They probably shouldn't fuck. And that up worked like out that again. <laughs> Mac Jones. <laughs> I mean, now Mac the Niners Jones, are... the next Solomon Thomas. Can you go Solomon Thomas to Mac Jones at number three overall picks? Like, Jesus Christ. By the way, the Niners just uh, openly uh, tweeted it out that they're moving up to number three. Yeah. Which it's, they, have uh, to, they have to put Fields in number three, right? Like, he has to wear number three? I don't know. What what number does he wear? Doesn't he wear two or something or one? No, he oh, wears one. one. He wears one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say, regardless of what they do, Big ball move. Big balls. Big balls. Go for it. Love Go for it. it. What the hell's what the hell's the problem? Are you gonna win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo or do you want to play for keeps with Mac Jones? <laughs> it, it like it. sends a shiver down my spine. Because my body's like it could happen. <laughs> hey Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, look out. We got McCoy. I can I can already see the really bad bleacher report graphic that's like oh, that shows the, all the NFC West quarterbacks. It's like who you got? Russ. It's got that it's got the thinking emoji. It's like who you got? <laughs> and and it's a poll. Can you imagine can you imagine lining up the NFC West quarterbacks? Russell Wilson, football god, Matt Stafford, unbelievable Pro Bowl caliber player. Kyler Murray has a chance to be an MVP in this league. And Mac McCorkle. Jones. <laughs> Corkle Jones. Yeah, I think it's going to be Fields for that image alone. Clutch clutch points couldn't do it to us. Clutch they won't points. let clutch points get There's going to there's going to be a great graphic that's going to come out of that. Oh, so good. So good. All right. Whatever this was, it was it was fine. We'll talk later.